Welcome to Positive Player. I'm Josh. I am Matt. And I'm Dan. Oh, different. Yes, different. I like to mix it up from time to time. That way, uh, the loyal, loyal listeners know that you, we've not just recorded it once and you just keep putting it back in. I, I was thinking I would love to know who listens like linear and who doesn't. Who just picks what they want? Jumps in. Yeah, because four finger discount. I just pick what I want. Aye. You listen linear. I listen linear. Yeah. Well, that's because you're a Virgo and I'm a leech. No, Leo. <laughs> Leo. <laughs> Do you sound like you're gonna say leech? Yeah. Don't do that to yourself. <laughs> I nearly said Libra. That's my own thing wrong. You know what surprises me? How many women? And yes, I'm gonna generalise here. Women actually believe in that astrology shit. <laughs> I, I think there's something in it, but I think it could be explained through science. Uh, well, it can be debunked by there's actually 13 zodiac signs. 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 That doesn't <laughs> fit into, obviously, our calendar, so they've gone, we'll get rid of one of them. Well, yeah, it's, it's, it's the ugliest word, though, isn't it? What is it? What I don't know. I, can't remember. I can never remember it. I yeah. Googled this like once every six months. What's yeah. the missing zodiac sign? Yeah, it's something. I think it's around Obsidian December. Or something. It's around Ooh, December, nice. I think, as well. It's not that word, it's something like that. Yeah. Because the uh, aforementioned, uh, hopelessly single gentleman. <laughs> uh, possibly part of the reason he was hopelessly single is because he loved telling women, women, women. <laughs> why it was all a lot of shite and one of them was oh. that his star sign is actually the 13th one that no one knows about it's that meme where like you, there's like someone grabbing someone's lips and it's like shh let people enjoy things yeah <laughs> I think it's like the, the thing is now though like it's not just your star sign you've got to see your entire your whole chart what? because you've got a moon sign Oh. And an ascending sign. No, I don't know what it is. Look at me, I should be an Afton Bridge. Actually, when you look at the traits of a Scorpio, they're basically arse. Is that you? Yeah. <laughs> like productive people, but arseholes, you know what I mean? And yeah, I identify with a lot of the traits yeah. of Scorpios. I, I, the Leo ones, I do. Definitely an arsehole. Yeah. Like a bit vain. Yeah. Bit, yeah, just. Bit confident, just yeah. a bit narcissistic and stuff. Well, contrary to popular belief, I am not a virgin, so uh, I do not conform to being a Virgo. Well, you're not getting kids, so I need some more proof. Of <laughs> well, fair enough. <laughs> do you, but do you know, like, any of the, the traits of it, like? No. No. And, but I think those traits are what I was getting at when I was like, yeah, I think it could be explained. Like, I think it could be to do with when you go to school and stuff to do with, I, with being, like, the oldest in the year. Yeah, I, I think that. I 100% think that. That's a thing. Yeah. Like, kids that are born in September... A difference of kids that are born in August, hundred percent. Yeah, they are. I like. I've discussed with Gemma that I would only want. I know this excludes oh, yeah, you. We're, we're kids that are born in September and August. <laughs> yeah, but I would say that um, if I was to, if I could choose, I would want a child to be born in, in September. Like yeah, absolute yeah. cut off for me. I think would be March. After that, I'd be like, nah. They're not going to see STA, but... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but then, we've got August over here. Okay, you now. End of August. I once worked with a fellow who would only... They were trying for kids, and I think they'd already done one. And they were trying to do another. But it took him ages because he, he would only be willing to breed for three months of the year in order that his kids would be born before Christmas. Yeah, that, that would be my plan, to be fair. I, ideally, mm. I would want a September child, which would be really convenient... Because then everyone's birthday will be September. Yeah, <laughs> get him out of the way. Yeah, yeah exactly. I mean, it'd be unfortunate for our family. We'd have three birthdays in 
you know, in one month. Yeah. Potentially four, dep- potentially seven, depends how many kids you have. Well, you know I, I think it's 100% a thing because, like, if you go to, if you're born in August, you basically get, like, a, a year left, uh, uh, wait, a year less of your life. To develop. Developing before yeah, you go yeah. into school, yeah. That's it, yeah. Like, you know, I'm 11 months cooler than the person born in August. When you stay on the 31st of August and it's like just getting up to midnight and you're like, Dave's hold it in. Dave's hold it in. This is make or break bracket. <laughs> <laughs> the idea that lockdown like is finishing is really beautiful. Even though like RIP, we're not going to the S's. Yeah, well. Not. What? Well. When is the Aces? What's the date? I don't, do I have tickets for the Aces or are they e-tickets? I'm so bad at this. I pay for things so far in advance and then just set fire to everything. I saw something that said that after a certain date in May, indoor events might be allowed at 50% capacity. Oh, so it's like a look of the draw. Well, you'd imagine they'd reschedule, but imagine if they don't. <laughs> the Aces, Gorilla, Manchester. What I don't get is, how is we going to do it at 50% capacity? It's not like everyone's <gasps> going to be like spread out. They're just going to be crammed yeah, the further in. And, but yeah. I suppose it's because people who are idiots, aren't they? Yeah, at least there'll be fewer people at the bar. 11. 11. Oh, 05. Oh, I think it's too early. 21. I think it's too early, you know. Uh oh. It's getting rescheduled, that. You can still buy tickets for this. <laughs> Poor asses. Yeah, no one else bought. No one. Like, I've not even bought tickets to Laney because I was like, we don't know if it's happening. Where are Laney playing? Mm. Definitely game Imagine. Imagine Laney, the definitely shoot. It's either Academy One or Victoria Warris. I had um, a great run today and I've been speaking to Sam Battle. Do you remember Sam Battle? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The fireman. Probably the fucking coolest guy on earth. The fireman, barber, leather worker, uh, and. You can also like drive him any digger, and he does hardcore running. Do you follow him on Instagram? No, probably oh, should. Worth a follow, yeah. Um, and uh, he commented on my heart rate being absolutely nuts on the run that I did a while back, and he's like, "Could be dairy, you know, mate." And I've been at work today, and all the drink is long life milk, so I've not had any dairy all day, and I fucking battered this run. Really interesting. So I'm, I'm thinking of tracking my diet versus my runs because it could. There's other things I'd not. I'd not eaten, I was fasted, and I usually feel good on a run when I'm fasted. Um, so, yeah. But I didn't. That's because your body thinks you're going getting some food. Yeah. Come on, we're hunting! We're hunting! <laughs> God, long life milk. Oh, but I also believe in pump best diet, so we're foraging fast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 mushroom. Does, so, does like soy milk, does that, would that come under that? I don't know what that is, to be honest. And I'm aware of it as a thing, but yeah, I've never I don't consumed know. it. I don't oh, know really? what it's made from, yeah. It's nice. Is it different to condensed milk? Yes. Okay. <laughs> What's soy milk? It's made with soya beans. Oh yeah. yeah. So it's so it's not dairy. It's not dairy. You're dairy. It's never seen a cow. <laughs> Daisy <laughs> has not birthed this. <laughs> it's uh, really nice soy milk. Yeah. Yeah. Only in select things though. I couldn't have on my cereal. Yeah. But really nice in like a latte or something. You're dairy free. What have we been doing? I tell you what we've been doing. Representing this podcast again, like representing the UK at Eurovision. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Doing the inaugural Name Three Songs quiz. Yes. 
It was good. What is the concept of the quiz? Is it a yearly celebratory quiz? Is it just a quiz? Is there any sort of theme? I think the theme was, it was, it was all music. Yeah. I think they were just trying to see it be like yeah. involved and podcast community. Yeah. Cool. Um, because they had some people that are guests on their show, some people they knew. And then they had some people just apply who were just listeners. Yeah. And got in touch. But I said, like, you could make this, you could do this as like an episode thing. Mm. There was um yeah, we were saying as well. well like, so it was visual. Yeah. Oh if I, yeah. Yeah. But it was it was really good. Good fun. It was really good, yeah. So what other podcasts were on it? Pressure. Remember? People were obviously named three songs. Remember anyone else? Shout anyone else out? Uh, they, people weren't listed as their podcast names, they were listed as their like no, their, jo- their human names. Their but, but Josh made sure to get in there that we are Pause It Play It Pod. Yeah. Uh, uh, the the uh, world premiere 1975 podcast. <laughs> I changed our display name to pause it, play it. Yeah, you just interrupted everyone going, Juliet. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh my God, this guy's dumb. It was funny though that every kind of like 1975 thing, it was almost like they came to us to comment. <laughs> and there was, a, there was a round that was like, name the X. Right. And it was Matty and Halsey. Sick. And there was two pictures up and I was looking at one of them and Matty's face was like blanked out. So obviously it's same it were. But I was looking at this picture and I was like, I've got no fucking idea who that is. And then it was only when I looked at the next picture, I saw his chest tattoo. Ah, and I was like, oh, I see. Man. But I did not know. But it, you know what? It, it was really good. Like, yeah. we, we were split off into teams and we were pretty good. But there was yeah. a girl on our team that got every question. <laughs> we, we, I, our order was to be like, yes, we think this also. Also us. Oh, do you know what? There was a star sign round. No way. But it was like, it was famous people and matched them with the star sign. But it was more like, it was like the challenge was, when is their birthday? And when do these birthdays match with these signs? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, we, turns out that we know Dua Lipa's exact birthday, uh, Taylor Swift's exact birthday. Beyonce's. Beyonce's and Matty's. Is that because your knowledge of people who, are, who share the birthdays of those people? So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Taylor Swift is the same as my mum. Amazing. <laughs> Beyonce is the same as Gemma. Yeah. Dua Lipa's three days after mine. And I just remember Matty's. And we won, we won. I'm kind of jealous and kind of very accepting that I'm not appropriate. I'm not fit for human consumption. Holy <laughs> silly good Jill. I'm just not. <laughs> let's let's do a podcast now, come on. Well, we've got to talk about what have we been listening to? Oh wait, guys, you didn't ask me like what I've been up to. What I've been up to? Because you guys did a quiz, right? Yeah. You guys have been busy. Yeah. While you guys have been busy doing the quiz and having fun, I've just been supporting the NHS. I just <laughs> <laughs> It's cool that you guys have been busy and having fun, but you know, that's <laughs> <laughs> what have you been listening to in that case? I've been listening to Band on the Run, the album. Also a song, because that's part of the album. But Band on the Run by Wings. Now, Wings are fronted by... Do you remember a few years ago that Rihanna and Kanye West did that song with that up-and-coming artist, Paul McCartney? Hey. Yes. Yeah, well, it's uh, Wings are also fronted by that up-and-coming artist, Paul McCartney. So I thought, you know, I would support an up-and-coming artist um, and get on that bandwagon before it blows up. 
So, so yeah, wings. Oh, wow. Are they like emo trap? Are they sort of 80s revival stuff? Uh, I don't really like to categorise them. It's just, you know, good guitar-based pop music. I would say they're quite heavily influenced by the Beatles, though. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Interesting, yeah. Well, there you go. So, yeah, listen to Band on the Run, the full album by Wings. It's only eight, you know, it's not. It's nine tracks. Wow. Which is, which is so short. It's Malibu over. Nice is nine tracks. What's that? Malibu Nice is nine tracks. Is it? About yeah. 45 minutes. <laughs> That's how long uh, Band on the Run is, 45 minutes, I think. Uh, Which uh, is a last, quite long, isn't that it? That is quite long for a nine-track album. For yeah. nine albums. Ooh. Ooh, that's like five minutes long. Is that a beer? Is that a beer? Right. Yeah, yeah that's, is, five, yeah. that's five minutes long, yeah. It is, yeah. Quick maths. Yeah. I've been adding some songs to my um, going to the pub playlist this week, inspired by the idea that we might be able to one day. Um, it's a coming. And these are the art all through Spotify Discover Weekly so I don't really know if I can take credit for them but VHS Collection is a band that I've been like enjoying just cool the, the odd signal um, the odd single from for a while and the, oh, look at this oh me. yes do you want to listen to that song don't yeah, you yeah I do Ooh, I'd love not yeah. going to like it <laughs> <laughs> um, and you would like it it's good so the VHS Collection um, and also a band called Friday Night Plans and the, the song that my Discover Weekly suggested to me was Meet Us in the Park We Used to Play. Like, I like that. Like, imagine there's probably loads of people that you could... Not loads, but, like, there's a group of people you could say that to and they would meet you there. Do you get what I mean? Yeah, it's so, yeah, like, specific. Yeah. I think that's cool. Um, how would you... Like, this it looks like a, a foreign word. Uh, Skogsra. It's S-K... It's Sierra Kilo Oscar Golf Sierra Romeo Alpha. Skogerza. Skogsgra? Yeah, but it's called Hey Lady. That's an absolute jam. But I also want to talk about Joan, who I should have yes. mentioned probably a long time ago on this podcast because they, they've been, you know, just getting away with it on my... Um, getting away with it. On my getting going to the pub playlist. And basically all their songs are just complete vibes. I think it's just two lads. What's the big one? Uh, what if I told you... I don't, I don't know. Like the, the popular ones on Spotify are Broken Hearted, Dash Sunset, I Loved You First, Broken Hearted, Together. Uh, these must be just remixes of the same one because there's another Broken Hearted. And then uh, Love Somebody Like You. Love Somebody Like You. Yes. So this is big on my going to the pub list. Great song. So big up Joan. Now big come up to Joan. Manchester. Book Death Institute, they don't fuck about. Like, oh, I just am frustrated in advance for their management going, Yeah, Academy, what? Club Academy? Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm like, No! Message them. I fucking might do. What I've been listening to that you're both, I'm sure you'll nod your head and go, Nice. Nice. Loads of John Mayer. Nice. Yeah. Where's your mic? <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah nice. Uh, oh yeah so it's, it's pretty good isn't it that John Mayer so good chap um, Kel basically fancies John Mayer or did fancy John Mayer and uh, then eventually uh, she built a picture of him up in her head and then she saw how he dresses and she, she's just like oh. yeah, I don't think how he dresses oh, 
awful. Yeah, he's mm. got no style, bro. He's really bad. Yeah. So that's probably that reflects bad on me that I've never noticed. <laughs> okay. It's like on the front of the continu- Continuum album. Yeah. It's just got like it's the baggiest, most horrendous cargo pants. Oh, yeah, but it was like 2006. Is it, is it heavier things? Heavy, it's heavier things. Oh, yeah. yeah. Continuum's one where it actually looks quite cool on that. I thought Continuum was just the word Continuum. I think it is. And then Music by John Mayer. You heard about that cowboy one where he's got no, the cowboy No, no. It's a black and oh. white image. He's like, I think he's on a bridge. Oh, uh, Battle Studies. No. Well, Battle Studies is just him looking fucking gorgeous. Yeah, bastard. On a, like, it's like a model shot almost. Yeah. I, um, put your, put your John Mayer playlist on. Did the, you, man, yeah. lad? Go ahead, lad. Yeah, it's actually saved there. It's off my uh, playlist. Sick. Yeah, there you go, if you can see it. Subscribe. <laughs> I've hit the like button. You could tell Kel was gutted. She was like, felt like she was losing a boyfriend. Like, <laughs> like I was like, oh, do you, you gutted, are you? She's like, no, well, no, I'm not bothered. And I was like, Mate. well. So, do you know Dogs Eating Dogs, the EP by Blink-182? Uh, I only know it because you post better. So. Oh, you need to listen to it, both of you. What, is Matt Skeever on it? No. When, what, when Tom is Delano. it? Tom uh, 2012, After Neighbourhoods. Right. It's the best thing they've done. Yeah. Oh, it's amazing. It's amazing, but there was like no kind of like publicity for it. It just got released. Anyway, about a month ago it disappeared on Spotify. Like it was there, but it was all like greyed out. Nothing. Nothing. It's not part of the marketing team, is it? <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll just delete this one thing then. Um and then like yeah, people posted about it saying like R.I.P. dogs eating dogs. Uh went on my daily Boris the other day. Put my gym playlist on, running up this hill, I hear one of the songs from it. And I was like, I was like, is this? No, is this? Is that because you downloaded it? So Wait, you it's delete it. No, no, but, so it's back. Oh, sick. In so, portal. <laughs> so it was on my playlist and it must have yeah. like, it must have still been there, but obviously it wouldn't play before. Yeah. But now it's back. Cool, man. And I've been listening to that and that is so good. And this is like... This is this is what the album would have sounded like if they'd not have split up and made an album after the entitled album. There we go. So thank you everyone for listening to the show so far. We are at the nine seventy five pod on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, we'll see the TikTok, the other one. Where Dan's on it saying some things. Mm-hmm. I'm on it saying some things. I'm not on it saying anything. Well maybe we should change that. Mm-hmm. I've not done that. <laughs> um, and if you want to email the show you can at pauseitplayitpod at gmail.com tell the links on our bio for our players Andy March will be out soon so go listen to that this week we are talking about I like America and America likes me America and America likes Donald Trump. <laughs> One hour of pure content. Go. Watching. Yeah, love it. Dan, don't look. No. What? Really? Not going to start off.
Wow. Yeah, so it's, I've realised I can tell what songs I'm gonna I'm into because on Spotify it gives you a little green tick because it's downloaded, which means it's on the 1975 playlist. Right, okay. Which means it's... And I've heard it loads. So I've made the effort over the past two days to, to really just give it like a lot of listens. I've probably listened to it about 20 times. And no. I could not disagree more. Oh, well, it's good to be decisive sometimes. <laughs> sure. Um... Yeah, explain yourself. Yeah. Yeah, dude, just why? I'm like, explain yourself. It doesn't make any sense. Um, <laughs> I think it's like, I ended up turning to the music to try and find something in that, and I just didn't really find anything there. It's, I find it hard to listen to in a, a really weird, jarring vibe. Don't know whether it's the auto, the auto tune. Because like, say on two time, right? If you took away the auto tune, mm. it would still be a sick song. This almost like without the auto tune, Jesus, like it'd be really bad. <laughs> two time for me, <clears throat> there is minimal difference between two time and Baby Shark. It's, a, <laughs> it's, a, it's just a it's a nursery rhyme that's really well produced. You should have said that on two time. I should, you did. I? Oh, did you? But Must yeah, this is brilliant. It's it's almost as good as what's that one? You know the one. You're the one that's intense. Um, <laughs> I love th- it. Ju- yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it if I made it. Yeah, I, just couldn't, <laughs> I couldn't think of it any other Ch- chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought you were like pointing at me specifically because it was like on notes or something. <laughs> <laughs> what? Why would that? Why would that be a thing? <laughs> <laughs> you there, the one that actually listened to the music. <laughs> uh, yeah, I feel like it's like almost as good as Love It If We Made It. Uh, what am I missing? You guys are gonna have to sell it to me. Uh, I don't know what the thing is. I don't know if I agree with that, but I listen to this more than Love It If We Made It. I think I, I, the thing is though, mm. there isn't much going on musically. Yeah, there's the lyrics are pretty abstract. They tell a good, they, they get the message across. Yeah, but there is just something about it that's just so cool, right. and it's just a it's just a vibe. I know that's probably the worst bit of analysis we've done on this podcast ever. <laughs> no, I, I think, and I think it's just. I think of it more as it's more in the vein of like EDM where when like a, just the way it goes and when it kicks in and all the parts are working together mm. and the vocal samples are there and you've got the auto tune and then it's like proper like vocoder vocals underneath like I mean some of the melody's quite lazy it reminded me of like a, like a Drake song almost but it's like a, it's got the trap beat so yeah. it's just that style I love the trap beat yeah I do I yeah. The thing is, when I'd go further down that line, then like I'd like I'd like Matt Healy to make a Drake song. Oh, I would like that actually. I just <laughs> heard myself say that, and I'm like, oh, yeah, actually, yeah, with like money, but like with today's production. Yeah, like but like a chilled out, like sad Drake song. Like, yeah, that'd be sick. I've been to that. Yeah, it is. The thing is with this, like, I I love it. Yeah, and. This is one of the... This and I Always Want to Die are the two that stand out of ones that we hadn't heard before the album. That... Have we heard two times before the album? Yeah. 
shit. There was a video, wasn't there? Yeah, but what what did we? What singles did we not hear until afterwards? Then the stuff deep. <laughs> Sorry, that's that's a hard question. Like, like. Um, Last thing, okay. In terms of stuff they played, it's not living. It's not living. We we heard that. I don't know if we. I think that was just before the album release. Right. I want to say. Um, I don't think there was anything proper. No. But songs that they kind of like pushed a bit more. This yeah. I always want to die. Couldn't be more in love. Um, being a mistake. Yeah. They were the ones. There's obviously there's a few more album tracks in there. Yeah, it's just. It's just a vibe, and I can't elaborate on that anymore. Well, I can, I'm, I'm going to. I think it maybe could have been softened a little bit. like. But I don't, it, I don't think it needs to be at all. Like, I think yeah. it's so harsh because the... Do you understand just, that it is harsh? Like, yes. And that's part, but you, that's part of his charm. Yes. Right. And I think it works perfectly with how harsh the lyrics are. Yeah. Um, I love that. The kind of like... There was hints, like in the album track listing, there's hints up until this point that they were going to do something like this. Like the huge vocal, um, the auto-tune stuff was there on Two Time. The proper electronic music production was there on How to Draw. The intensity was there on Love It If We Made It. Mm. And it's like, we're going full that on this one. Yeah, mixing elements that they've, yeah. They've like developed their style with these elements on other yeah, songs, yeah. and then it's like, well, here's all the developments together in one song. Yeah. Um, do you want to say some more why you love it? I don't know if I can explain why I do. It's weird, isn't it? I it feel just, the same. <laughs> yeah, it, there's just something about it gets me going. <laughs> it gets the people going. <laughs> yeah. It does get the people going. It doesn't get me going. Do, uh, do you know what I think? One of the the production's a big part of it, and I think the way it's like that kind of like synth pad where it starts, and like this Matty's vocals quite fragile at the start, and then it kind of like just like releases into that kind of like trappy electro stuff. I just think it sounds great, and it's it's the thing is like I don't like trap music as such, but this is kind of that is that through the you know, through the lens of my <laughs> which yeah. makes it accessible to me, do you know what I mean? Oh yeah. It's kinda of like that style of music that in a way that I kinda of get as someone who doesn't listen to this kind of music. Yeah. Have you found it uh, a gateway <coughs> drug to any other music that's like this by other artists? No. Right. But then again, it reminds me of in a, in a respect. And you're gonna be like, what at first Slip Away by Slipknot. Slip Away? Yeah. That's oh, what it's called, isn't it? I don't think I know that one. All our like, music references is like Blink-182, Slipknot. We're just Kerrang! from like yeah. 99 yeah. to 2005. Did you watch P-Rock? I don't remember P-Rock. We must have watched it. Yeah, yeah, I did. I can't remember it, though. Because P-Rock. P-Rock was its own level, so it'd be like... Seventy percent P Rock's own artists, <laughs> and like then like oh here's a Foo Fighters video. <laughs> you are correct though. I was thinking of Left Behind. So I feel it all slipping away. Uh, yeah, so, Left Behind. Yeah, yeah, but what? And it's because I feel like with Left Behind, there's not really a lot that goes on. It's just intense. The intensity never really varies. It's yeah. just here's you know three to four minutes of in. 
intense of Corey Taylor losing it yeah yeah and I feel like that's what it is it's just like a toned down version of that you know, like, there's not much variety yeah there's not in yeah. the melody it's just lose your shit for four yeah. minutes it's, this is hard to analyse because everything that you're saying is like yeah that's why I don't like it and you're like yeah that's why <laughs> <laughs> it's like um it's almost like if the Petrico part was more of a song. Mm. That's what mm. it's like. Do you think it's a fan favourite? Yes. So I'm, this is me getting left behind now, isn't it, by my, yeah. by my band? Nice. Mm. Tied yeah. together. Yeah. But also, I feel like it's a, a bit like Damn It by Blink-182. That, to me, is just... not The, the song doesn't really go anywhere. It just kicks off at a, a solid 8 out of 10 in intensity doesn't really go much further or below that it's just yeah. damn it isn't it how do you feel about the vocoder and the autotune being back I'm okay with the vocoder to be fair I think having something a little bit as a feature is important for this mm. song like whereas on other ones there's other, it's not just two time, is it? It's used on other ones that we've discussed so far, I think. How's the draw? It's on that. Nothing more singly. What, give, you, give yourself a try, don't, nothing like it, no? Yeah. Um, but yeah, so sometimes I'm like, oh, I could do without it, but on this, I think the, yeah, the vocal needs to feel a bit more like an instrument to give yeah. it more. The vocal delivery life. is what makes it for me. And yeah. uh, Even if you took the vocoder and the autotune, the effects, off... It wouldn't be as good, in my opinion, but I think it would still be as intense. It's the the intensity for me comes from the vocal delivery, and then they've just sprinkled a little bit of auto tune slash vocoder on top of it, and you know, uh, I back of the net agree in part that the delivery is very important back of the onion bag but the way that the different vocal sounds are layered in this I think is important because there isn't much going on musically in hmm there's no if you take away the vocals from this it's an interesting thing to listen to but there's no like oh this this part of the music's sick because it's just all samples and it's just loops and stuff like that just the way that the just the vocal production on it and the stuff kind of like the I don't know the backing vocal the like the textures to go along with that lead vocal I think are really important Lo- the thing is that loads of trap artists use um, auto-tune and these vocoders because now they can sing yeah. <laughs> where they couldn't before like auto-tune is so yeah the vast majority of trap artists no use this. T-Pain in the way to the top. Well, he kind of like, he started the whole thing off now, but everyone's using it. Like if you go on the charts and you, if you go on like what the hip hop charts now, I reckon 75%, no, 50% of artists will be singing parts with like the super heavy auto-tune, the, the T-Pain auto-tune. Do you remember years ago when the internet humour was just kicking off and there was a, a video a video of a, a guy in a Jerry Springer style chat show crying. And he got all touch you. Yes, yeah, so I funny. do. 
<laughs> oh god, we shouldn't be laughing at other people's pain, but you know, you might have been really happy. We don't know. Well, yeah, that's true. Um, have you seen the performance of this on the Late Late Show with everyone's favourite James Gordon? Uh, I think I have. Yeah, I think I have. Because it's like, what song should we do? Oh well, we're in America, so. I found it a bit like a weird decision. It's a weird one to play, yeah. definitely. But yeah, why why do that one? Why do you do you think it's just because we're in America? Well, I don't know. You guys should probably defend it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean like, yeah, why not go on there and do? Uh, it's not living. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Yeah, I don't even I, two times. To me, it's that's a decision that says we are. Giving fan service, not trying mm. to expand the audience. Yeah. Do you think at this point that they, they don't the global status to go on there and perform a song that's not even a single? Yeah. Isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Because like I said, I don't feel they, they know their audience. They, I don't feel like they're promo, on a promotion tour. If you get what I mean, I feel like they're going well. The fans will appreciate this. You know, they're, they're looking after the fan base, not trying to expand the floor plan. <laughs> I can't imagine a situation where... It, it, I'm a manager, so I'll let my artists develop what they want in the studio, but, okay, let me have some input into what you play on TV. Because yeah. So so you've, you've done what you wanted, cool. Can you do this one, please, live? Because I think that'll make us all more money. And... It was a confusing decision for me to play this song. I, as much as I like it, I think so as well because they won't play this song like Graham Norton. Imagine have you played it? Did they not play it on Graham Norton? They've played. They have played on Graham Norton. What yeah. did they play on Graham Norton? I'm pretty sure they played. It's not living. <laughs> <laughs> but same era, like when they were big and they're big enough now to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure they did. Um, I just want to, just before we kind of like carry on, there's. I want to point out this amazing moment which uh, really made me laugh. Does he say he feels like Freddie Mercury? Wait. By the way, they all look really normal apart from maybe Matty in his boiler suit. But like, first first of all, HD. Cool red bracelet on his wrist there. And that undercut undercut is growing out. So it's also cool that the J-Twins are there. But to this, where he walks over to the desk, like, screams, and then just sits down. (laughs) 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 Oh, yeah, that really made me laugh when I saw that. Um, (laughs) I like to think that he uh, okayed that first with the production team. Oh, yeah. Do you mind if I just go and take a seat? Um, Take a seat. Well, yeah, because just take a seat. That is that the desk they played. It's not living on ground, on. I think I, yeah, I think jo- my mum was like, "Josh, your favourites are on. Ah! Your favourites are on ground, <laughs> Like, check it, like genuine, not just tr- not trolling you. I think a little bit, but yeah, yeah. Oh, your friends on. Yeah. The classic thing my grandma always used to do, like friends. Jackie Chan would be on Channel Four. Hey, your friends on something like that. <laughs> <laughs> This is this is a really hard one to. It's a hard sell, but my God, does it sell? I think so. Because I'm what, what would somebody that weren't really that familiar with them, 
You say someone was in America, they'd only known chocolate, and they hear this. It's very divisive. And it's divisive among us because we, we really like it. Mm. And Dan, I think this is the most against you've been on a song in a while. Um, I, do, I think the songs where I've really been like, what a load of Bob. But this, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm just more confused about why I don't get it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Which, because, you know, I'd rather like things than not like them. I'm not living my life to... Uh, yeah, we can't force it, though, can you? No, no, so... And then your defence self, we can't really explain why we like it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, does it, but... Um, I think it's that... I think if I'm selling it to you... Yeah. It's that kind of acknowledgement that this is them doing something so different and doing it so well doing it so intense just the there is a real atmosphere and vibe to the to the song and it's like that thing there's no like because it's all loops and samples the song never resolves anywhere it doesn't it doesn't quite transient yeah yeah it doesn't go to like you don't finish with like a big chorus it doesn't build up to like a a drop no so you know god me talking about edm it's like the end of lost my head i think i really like where it kicks off a little bit yeah where yeah. it kicks and then like they were the live thing and he jumps in the, the screen yeah i love that but it's that works in the context of that song and being the end of that song mm. but there's no lyrics to that bit really so it's just like that's like the culmination of the song yeah. whereas this this feels like it's its own contained version of that of that kind of the end of that everything on this sounds like the climax <laughs> but do you know what I mean it's mm. yeah would you say that's a good representation yeah yeah I would there's no there's no peaks and troughs no just, there ain't it does almost calm down a bit though and let the vocals lead it just pulls back I think yeah. so like the percussion just drop out maybe goes half time through like yeah, a but, couple of phrases or something but the vocals stay the at vocals that stay. but from the start where it's really yeah. like I'm scared because I, I know like I'm looking for reasons like for it, where's the character of the song so like you know you, you notice stuff like that but like yeah cool but my, I think my problem with it is there's there isn't a 1975, even like two time where it's like nursery rhyme, the production is so unreal. Like, yeah, it's it's sick, but really, I the more I listened to this, the more I was like, I think I could knock it up for you, really. Yeah, I, and I don't want to feel like that when I listen to music, I want it to be like, shit. Oh, okay, see, that's that's funny because I love music where I think I could have done that, yeah. Like, here's a good example, uh. Well, Joyce Manor. Probably everybody. Yeah. The, <laughs> oh, yeah, like Dude Ranch, yeah. for example. Like, that's, that's, that's crap. <laughs> you know, it's compared to today's standards. Yeah, it is, Bob. But it's sick, also. Like, there was... Yeah, Joyce Manor released this thing in, like, lockdown. It was all these, like, demos and tapes and stuff. Mm. And some literally saying, like, they've been recording, like, he put his iPhone on record and gone, like, right, as a song. Yeah. But I love what it's... Like, there's an atmosphere there. Do you know what I mean? There's, like... That the way the song is recorded, it's like the acoustic ones. Like when you can hear his like fingers touch the going, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like you can pick it up and you can hear all the strings like 
wobble around. Mm. That's like a choice that they made it so. What? Raw. Yeah. And I think with this, they kind of, you know, every every song they do, they can go big because, like, well, we know they can. Yeah. It's not living. But I think to be restrained in the production and maintain the intensity, I think is so good. But also, it's so good live, isn't it? It is, yeah. Maybe. I, I'm surprised that you said that you feel like you could knock this up, but yet you like two time. Like, I think you could shit out something equal, if not better, to no, two time. You, you, could, you could write the song two time, 100%. The, the production, but, but yeah. to, to, to make it into basically a Justin Bieber song, like with that level of. It's it's so professional, like it's, it's no, amazing. I reckon, I reckon you could do it. Cheers, bro. I love the faith. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think you could. I don't think you could do this. No, I don't think you could do two time. I just want to say I don't think I could do either. Well, no. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess I either, what I am in this situation is how how much effort have they put in? How is this? How much above what the you know a man on the street could create is yeah. a nineteen seventy five song? So mm. I, I think you know I probably couldn't make this song, but I think I could get way closer to this than any other 1975 you could make a song in the similar vein and you think the production could sound I don't think I could do any better but you could yeah. emulate this I'm style just... using what you know I know what you're yeah. saying yeah, yeah. I know you're not saying like you know you at home on your laptop could recreate this perfectly yeah. I know I understand what you're saying it's, it's just usually so far away from anything yeah. I could involve myself with yes I think this is far away for me this is like yeah. you have to have that I know vision is not the correct term, but you have to go, this is where I'm heading. Mm. And I I know how I want it to sound. Mm. Whereas I think two time is just, it's a nursery rhyme with someone very good and knows what they're doing, very experienced with production Mm. that has gone, well, I'm going to polish this turd. (laughs) (laughs) What I'm missing is a big picture then. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, to me, it's like, there's a big picture of this and they've gone, well, one of them, probably Matty has gone, this is what I want to achieve. Yeah. I think... Maybe my reference points, maybe it's referencing things that I don't listen to and don't know. Yeah, but it's the same for me. Yeah. But I don't... You know, my, my only... My only trap, really, is like the Drake-inspired trap stuff and Fetty Wap. Yeah. I was going to say, what's that guy called that sounds like yeah. he's in pain? <laughs> but it's Fetty Wap. Um, I don't know, like... You know, I only know chart trap. Yeah. Which... You know, bear traps isn't the most <laughs> <cup>. like <laughs> <laughs> isn't the most like what well-rounded sort of stuff to listen to to you know to know that style of music I'm really looking forward to their uh, drill track that they do um, Blackpool Grime yeah M M M M M to the B oh my god that's Which is that's that's what two time would be without the production. Get rid of you take unpolish that term. No, it would. Uh, from no. two time, and you get M to the B, M to the B, M, 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 M to the B. The last time you saw the nine seventy five live, me, you, uh, they played it after medicine. Which is a weird transition. I did not think it would come after. <laughs> 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 
Jeez, I get three pies. No, no, I was thinking, fucking hell, well, maybe I'd like it after that. Yeah. If you've seen them live when they've played this after medicine, no wonder you like it and I don't yeah, understand. Yeah. That's, I'm surprised that that's, that's there after medicine. That seems like a really weird... Uh, let's check this year. February 28th, nearly a year ago since I last saw them live. Uh, the birthday party, then this. That's a strange one. Well, that's a weird set list, actually. It does kind of feel like a big outro. The the visuals for this, though, are great live. I've, I don't think I've seen them live in this era. You know, you've not. This is this is past your... You've retired by this point. Do you know why I've retired, everybody? Because I can't dilute those early days. <laughs> every every show would just water them down more. It's basically this. I'm not going to play it so we don't get copyright strikes and we can talk through it. Imagine all this kind of cool visual stuff happening on the massive set. Strong Helvetica font there. Yeah, oh, it just it's just so good. And do you know what? I think it's just that impact of just that synth at the start of the Oh, I love it. Imagine hand there just pressing your sample pad every now and then. No, I can imagine it if you've experienced this on live. It it I could see it transforming it, yeah. That is probably what I'm missing. You guys have been seeing, aren't you, with when you played this? I've seen this live twice. Yeah, right. Um but saying that though, I don't seeing it live hasn't changed my opinion on it I loved it before and then when I see it live I'm like oh yes I'm so happy they're playing it really? so it's, but it's not it's not even enhanced it like the vibe of seeing it certain songs I just think are, are nuts live like head um, head cars bending live oh, like, I've never seen that if somebody if some you could play that to somebody and they'd be like no nah, I'm not bothered and then you could transport them to the the floor of the gig when everyone's just losing it and they'd yeah. be like Okay. I don't know who will listen to that and be like, not bothered. It's what a great song. Well, yeah, just cancel that. I would love to cancel those people. Um, let me... Dewey, I might have done a video, actually. Some canny, it's like actual tracks playing. <laughs> there you go. It's Georgia. Look, at that the same bit? Mm-hmm. Is this your video? Yeah. It's men, doesn't it? does look good so I think that's probably now it's a good time to cap off the overall discussion but before we talk about lyrics it's time for Ant V Deck I know it's not it's time for Spotty High it's time for Ant V Deck slash catchphrase slash play catchphrase ripping off one ITV show would be copyright infringement ripping off three is originality do you want to run down the rules for us yeah, so we take a band. Uh, a rubber band. Uh, yeah, we take, <laughs> we take a band. We assess their Spotify monthly listeners. And then we compare them to another band and we decide who's got the most Spotify monthly listeners. So, for example, if I was to say The Weeknd, the yep. most listened to artists on Spotify, and then I said The Skyline, I would be, who has got... I would say less. Yeah, higher less. or lower. Less. But there's a theme. There is a theme. There is always a theme. It's, it's play your cards right, but with Spotify monthly listeners. It is, yes, and a theme. 
And there's a friendly competition between me and Dan throughout the... Uh... Josh always gets a theme and it pisses me off. But Dad is winning. <laughs> I think well, by two. Last mm. week you picked question set D, so you've oh, got A, yeah. B or C. I think I picked Dan, so it's your turn to pick now. You picked my letter? D, Not, for, D for Dan? Yeah. Well, I'm going to quick... I'm going to pick your letter C for... <laughs> Careful. <laughs> <laughs> so you are two ahead, by the way, in the standard. Two points, right? So or two, or two or it's, no, it's two games, isn't it? We've had two weeks ahead, basically. We've had six games, yeah, so far, and it has gone draw you, me draw you, you. Holy shit! Yeah. So you've won three. I've only won one. <laughs> Question set C, please, Roy. Okay, question set C. So, as our control, we're going to start with Slipknot because I mentioned them earlier. So, Slipknot have 7.1 million monthly listeners. I'll tell you what, I've got this in before, I'd have said way more than that. Yeah. <laughs> Lincoln Park of 20. Yeah. It's not fair that you don't drink during the podcast, though, because you remember things. <laughs> well, yeah. So. We're going with our control is Slipknot with 7.1, but our first artist within the theme okay. is the Fugees. Slipknot paid, uh, sorry, Slipknot played on TFI Friday. With Chris yeah. Evans? Yeah. No way. Yeah. <laughs> man. Talk, talk about the 1975 playing out like a marathon on James Garden. Yeah. Talk about Slipknot on TFI Friday. This is like the part of the show where we just talk about like British TV culture, isn't it? <laughs> I'm going less. Bear with me, because I'm not even sure if the Fugees are on Spotify. <laughs> Look, you know, I've not found them. Less. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, less. So they've got 5.6 million. Fucking hell, I don't think it'd be that close. Who are they? Um, Wycliffe Jean. He was in the Fugees. Oh, okay. Not, but the reason I couldn't find him is because I was searching the Fugees. It's just Fugees. What's the, what's the big hit? I would also like to know that. <laughs> That don't make her a hoe, no. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. Right. Okay. Oh. Do I know about this? Go. Are you having a guess at the theme? Um. So, uh, bands where somebody went solo and made it big, some things of that effect. I. Just because I remember it happening once, I have no idea. I'm glad that you said Wycliffe, Sean, and the first yeah, song. totally gave it away. I'm going to say, uh, artists that have been covered by X Factor contestants. <laughs> nice, nice. <laughs> well, let me, no, 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 it doesn't fit. Oh. I, I, I thought I might be able to give you the, uh, on the connect yeah. point there, but no. Uh, so Fuji <laughs> if the next one's Robbie Williams then I've, cr- I've got the only connect theme again the secret theme <laughs> <laughs> Fuji's 5.6 million that's loads ABBA more more yeah more obviously more okay yeah, both correct ABBA have got 13.7 million surprisingly low and the theme I'm, is I'm gonna guess artists that have a husband and wife in them yeah, yeah, is it? I can't give you that. Oh, it's close. Artists where there's been a relationship. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's so much honest. Because the I, I mean that the the theme is 
shagging within the band, but interband intercourse. But they've not all been married. Oh mate, that's the theme: interband intercourse. Yeah, yeah. Come <laughs> That's not half point each. That's not fair. Yeah, I don't that's know. Not, yeah, that's not fair. Well, should we just get rid of the theme, the extra point from the theme this week? Yeah, because I guess your your answer there. I mean, that's I guess that is how shit works on Catchphrase. Like, you know, you know, Roy would would lead everyone else on, but yeah. But then if we do maybe that, you have to be a bit more impartial, Junior. Then we've then mm. we've got to have some kind of structure as to who goes first in guessing the theme. Yeah, it's too complicated. So in future, would you say I just have to say no? You're wrong. Just yes, I would say that would be the best way rather than having some kind of just take your personality system. And throw it in. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. So. Abba, 13.7. Re- now I'm thinking I probably should have put Abba further down on this list. Okay, next, after Abba's 13.7 million, Bruce Springsteen and the E Street Band. Tell you what, that wouldn't have helped with the theme. I know. I feel like you could, because you said you should have put Abba lower down, though, I'm like, Bruce is probably lower then, but more. I, I, I would have been more confused by that. No, what I mean is because like Abba are quite known for having yeah. the... Uh, into band. All the shagging. Yeah, yeah. All the shagging oh, and right. that. But Jeez, it's not Bru- well known that Bruce Springsteen was slipping one of his band members a bit of length. <laughs> I'll go more. Bruce Springsteen. More. Bruce has less. He's got less. Oh, fuck me. Sorry. <laughs> Only 900,000 less, though. He's got 12.8 million. Next, we've got Arcade Fire. Hmm... Less. I reckon I'd have, it's got to be less but I reckon that would have... I don't know about Arcade Fire the, are they... yeah. the only Arcade Fire song I know is that one it's like um, you used to write me letters you did it and it's just about the change in communication protocols for the modern age but it's very down the line lyrically they got some good songs I think need to press that what a tune yeah it's called We Used to Wait no, I don't know it's got to be less you're saying less as well. Yeah, they've got 4.1 million. That'll be more than that, to be fair. 4.1 million with Arcade Fire. What about No Doubt? Interesting. I like it when it's just something so out there and you've got yeah. to piece the two audiences together. That's hard. More. Less. More. Oh, fuck. 6.1 million. <laughs> and to stick with the theme, No Doubt's biggest track, Don't Speak, speak yeah. is about the breakup of the relationship Gee. between Gwen Stefani and the bassist. Uh, so they've got 6.1 million against Talking Heads. Less. More. Less. <laughs> I'm done. Are you throwing the game? I'm done. No, I, I, I'm not doing any of these just to oppose you, that's what I think. They've got 6 million. Oh, fuck me. <laughs> there was barely anything in it. Interesting. That, oh, three that's down. interesting that the same amount of people in the world listen to No Doubt on Talking Heads. I'm bringing out an extra defender now. It's damage limitation. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so then, Deampvord. Yeah. This could be. Oh, God. I don't know who they are. Uh, they're a South African band. My, wa- my wife's South African. More. But does she speak Afrikaans? Oh, I think it could be more, you know. Six point, I'm going to go more. No, they've got less. 
1.4 million. Really? I thought they'd be like massive worldwide. Well, they're singing Afrikaans, don't they? Not many people can get down with that. They sing in English too. Do they? Yeah. Okay, so after that, we've got an easy one for you. Fleetwood Mac. Ah, oh, m- more. The huge, world yeah, famous. I think it's last. <laughs> <laughs> Are you just saying that to be nice? No. Well, they've got 22.8 million uh, listeners. Well, I've done. I've, I've scored. Well, there you go. And I've not celebrated. I've just gone and got the ball from the back of the net and I'm running towards the halfway yeah. line now. Because you, you just want the next goal to come. No, no clean sheet today. Okay, then we've got a final one. So going off the theme, who do you think the last band could be? Well, Wings... Could be. Um, well, I'm telling you, now, it's it? the White Stripes. Oh, of course. Wouldn't have got that. White Stripes. Oh, it's, it's less than Fleetwood Mac. Yeah, less. Yeah, 9.2 million. <sighs> but a resounding victory. <sighs> Sorry, Josh. And the theme was interband, intercourse. Sorry, Josh, I mean, I'm... <laughs> you are... <sighs> I've got to write the word Dan here for the third week in a row. That's not how you spell it, Josh. It's not four letters. <laughs> there you go. Another week of me not winning Spotify out of the way. Spotify high. Get the name over. I'm sorry, Josh. So let's do lyrics for this great song. Martin takes a clear stance against the uses of guns in America. He has expressed similar sentiments on Twitter in the past. He said... Get rid of guns. Stop being childish. There is no excuse. It's pathetic. See, that is said by someone that has never fired a gun. (laughs) All I'm saying is if you fire a gun, you suddenly start to think, you know what? This is fun. I might go and kill someone. What? Uh, (laughs) Yeah, like, I've done pump in Budapest for Mars. I did yeah. like pump action shotgun and Glocks and a Colt 45. Pumped <laughs> <them> sideways. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> they are fun, aren't they? Mate, they but are there's like. There's no way they should be as readily available as yeah. they are in America. Oh, yeah. if, someone was like, if someone was like, do you, want, do you want one of these? You can keep it in your house. I'd be like, yeah. Yeah, if someone said, you can have a revolver and you can wear it like an accessory, I'd yeah. be like, yes. Yeah, let's do this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I want to I would, I would wear a revolver as an accessory. Bare arms just don't sell ammunition to anyone. What yeah, exactly. Because in the modern version of Romeo and Juliet with Leonardo DiCaprio, where they're all just <laughs> knocking about with guns, I'm like, you can't deny that looks cool. <laughs> it's like smoking. Yeah, it looks really cool. <laughs> can't have automatic. They should be off. Yeah, yeah. well, uh, apart from at the range. Not the art arts and craft shop in Rochdale. The thing is, though, if guns were like as like they are in America here, they'd sell them in the range. (laughs) (laughs) The range, amazing. I don't think you can get fully automatic rifles in America. Of course you can. What's like the AR seventeen one? Fifty. Fifty. They stick a bump stock on that, which is like a spring so as it's going like that the recoil it's then recoiling into your finger so the actual AR-15 isn't automatic the bump stock makes it go like that so then it becomes automatic oh right the problem is with it like there'll be some just people in America that will own ranches 
and so just be sensible. They go and shoot the dinner and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, I know there's like debate over that, but that's not the they're the, not the problem. Are they? There will be plenty of people in America that have got every gun they can get their hands yeah. on and be very safe. And they'll have never taken it off the property. Yeah, but still, there's, there's it only takes one knobhead yeah, to ruin it for everyone. It is, that is me. Not in not in, <laughs> guns, <laughs> not in guns and school shootings, but I am I am the guy that will ruin it for everybody else. I'm sorry. Yeah, that like, just reminded me actually. Just, don't done it. Speaking of ruining it for everyone else, we had like a, somebody's birthday party. They were like 16 years old, and they got at the local thinky club. And they managed to make sure that people were getting served with their ID. And then one like got too pissed, they found out he was too young. And um, he ruined it for everyone else. So the next Monday at school, somebody put him in the bin. Yes. <laughs> anyway, speaking of guns. The thing, another thing is, is like the power that the NRA have. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's a problem. Yeah, yeah. yeah. With they're making like Lobbying. federal laws and stuff like that. Yeah. I just want a revolver. Is that too much to ask? Bro, you'd look sick with a revolver. You've got two. Well, I have, yeah. But do you know why we can't? Do you know why we can't get revolvers? Because there was a shooting in Dunblane with a handgun. So then the government said, "Get rid of handguns." We took one school shooting and we we took action. That's very sensible. The same happened in Australia. Again, very sensible. There was one school shooting and they took action. <laughs> okay, well, someone's going around schooling up, killing all the school kids. Should we take away the thing that they're doing it with? Like, pr- probably, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, fucking hell. And then the Republican Party going, how about we take away the schools? <laughs> <laughs> Don't just take away all the children. <laughs> what, what was that thing where they were like, um, uh, somebody was like, no, the problem isn't taking away the guns. We just need to arm the teachers. Yeah. That was a thing, weren't it? It's like an arms race, because they've worked so well throughout the history of humanity. Arms races. I mean, oh yeah, but the teacher's now got a rocket launcher. Imagine what have that. you got? What's on your first day? Here's your, here's your ID card. Uh, this is like your timetable of your class. Yep, there's your gun. Um, here's the directions. <laughs> In case to... anybody turns up with a semi-automatic <laughs> weapon and tries to kill you and all the children that you're responsible for, just drop them with this. <laughs> <laughs> it's that ridiculous but someone was serious with that suggestion oh my god America yeah it's nuts isn't it insane I remember one though like there was a school shooting that got aborted because one of the locals also had a gun and he was like I'm stopping this and for that would you would probably say that's a sensible use of a gun school shooting this guy can stop it because he also has a gun but then they were like see told you everyone should have a gun because he managed to cut it short but then the reporter was like well what about if nobody had guns and then there'd be no shooting to begin with yeah, I, yeah but he had a gun so it meant we could stop it but what if no one had a gun yeah but he had one so it meant that only three people died but what if no one had a gun I know the thing is like they, they that is their argument because they don't want to take away their guns but there is no logical kind of there is no way that getting rid of guns won't massively reduce gun crime yeah. There's just no way. I know it's they're not thinking like that objectively, but another argument as well that they have is that in the UK we have reasonable gun laws and there's a lot of stabbings. It's like yeah, there is, but there's only so much damage you can do yeah. with a knife. You have to get pretty close to someone. Yeah. You stab one person, everyone else goes fuck, and they run, 
Yeah. And then that's it. Whereas if you've got an automatic rifle, you don't have to be near someone, you just go... Dum, 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 and you can kill yeah. loads. It's damage yeah, Is that that guy at that music festival where he was on like a hotel balcony? And yeah, he had for yeah. that AR-15. Yeah. And he was just... I'd say what, this album, we have covered gun control, politics and racism and love it if we made it. Uh, what else have we done? We've done our brief inquiry into online relationships. Drug use, give yourself a try stuff. We're getting deep. Baby shark. Do, 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 do. Uh, let's do these lyrics. I'm scared of dying. Don't go. Is that on fire? Am I a liar? <laughs> I just... I like to think that is that on fire is just like a ad lib. Is that <laughs> on fire? <laughs> <laughs> Ross is making toast in the kitchen, but he forgot he was making toast and it's now on fire. And he's just like, is that on fire? Every, every line is just like continuing the theme of the guns are bad and cool. Do you know what I mean? Like, there's no, there's no double meanings here. That am I a liar thing is a good way of putting it because that's almost like that's like the opposition of take away the guns it's almost saying like look, I'm not lying if you take away the guns there will be less shootings it's like the the opposition of that I know I'm only going back over ground with cover but it's just cultural though isn't it in America like mm. I genuinely think if in the UK we had the same gun laws we wouldn't have the same <laughs> shootings because we just don't have it in our culture where we're like well yeah I fancy having an M16 just because I can yeah there is nothing nothing like it they seem like they don't seem to be into the sport they just seem to be into the gun you know what I mean yeah I've done a lot of shooting and it's really fun because of the challenge of hitting the the clay pigeon not a real one (laughs) I thought it was going to be a confession yeah but that's like that thing that what's oh it's Donald Trump Jr. I can't remember which one it one it were, but he's like doing these videos now, where it's like proper like you know when people are cancelled but they're still going yeah and yeah. they do their own videos the proper those and he's there giving his like giving his speech whatever in front of a wall of guns behind him oh. yeah but it's just it's just that in it it's just that like oh god right yeah we get it. Mm. Um, the My Skin Is Fire It's So Desired line I don't know it's saying on Genius here that it was like it's alluding to my status as a famous rock star I don't know if it is that mm, I don't know maybe that would have been my initial fire emoji yeah I feel like it's just it's just a r- random set of lines isn't it is this the one where you said that you just, there was the lyrics weren't initially thought of they were just ad-libbed skip up yeah I, I I reckon I reckon so yeah because so. I know I know he does that a lot but I think someone's someone kind of brought this up with us once someone messaged saying like that's his style mm. but I think with it sometimes there are ideas he'll have for a song and he will write down things that could be thoughts and themes for whatever that song might be yeah and then he fits them into a he fits them into the song using the scatting yeah 
But then sometimes I think that they make a song and, and he's scatting. And then it's like, right, I'm going to like write some lyrics for this. So I'd, I think even though that that's his method of fitting those in, I think that the way the lyrics, the themes for the lyrics come in different ways. Sometimes it's song first, sometimes it's lyric idea first. Yeah, he's saying here as well that it might be because he's, well, he's white and he's a white person in Western culture is highly desired. But that would be a, love it if we made it, is selling melanin. Yeah, yeah, my skin is fire and yours isn't without enough context in the song to make it sound like he wasn't. Yeah, but then yeah, that, I, don't know. I mean, that could be if he's talking about the idea of Republican Party politics, especially in post 2016, so Trump era. It is just about like American culture and the dominant theme is gun culture, I think. Because like, the, is that designer is then linked back to. Um, kids don't want rifles, they want Supreme. Well, I, I don't consider myself a kid, but in my opinion, it'd be a, I don't want rifles, I want a revolver. <laughs> Nothing's cool in a revolver. I don't really think that's the message. Supreme's pretty cool. Oh, yeah, but it's not as cool as a revolver. I can't you, that. You've played Metal Gear Solid. <laughs> revolver Ocelot. Belief in saying something as well, like, that's why it's... I'm not going back to this, but that's just annoying that people might like people think that Matty's just not into this kind of like social commentary and like uh, social justice stuff. Yeah, because he's, he's got evidence of literally putting it in his songs. Like, because it's not a protest song. This as such, it's kind of like it's kind of like love it if we made it, where he's kind of. I mean, it's a bit more subjective. He is talking about a topic that is difficult to dispute. I'm a designer. Oh, what a fiver. What a lad. You know what? I love that line. Yeah. yeah, I remember. I don't know what it was, but. It's a real smash in the face of British, isn't it, in the middle of the song? Yeah, yeah but you, you thought it was sort of them being famous and a fiver becoming more of an. Yeah, just relatively a, smaller amount. Yeah, of yeah, what's a fiver? As in, there's nothing they would possibly buy anymore that's cost a fiver. But I think it's. Not every packet of fugs. Saying fiver in America, we'd be like, what's a fiver? Right, okay, yeah. Like when you said tenor to that OnlyFans, oh no, tenor yeah, yeah. to that American OnlyFans girl. Oh, yeah. I was thinking, what's the reference that I want to think about right now? Yeah, if you're listening to this and you haven't listened to last week's episode, that's, that will sound strange, but yeah, there's just it's just great. The thing is with this, like, there's just great bits. There's no line that's what. The standard line, the standard line is the kids don't want rifles, they want Supreme, because it's... I think he's he's talking about the kind of like the difference between those generations, like Gen Z, Gen Z, yeah, and millennials aren't asked about guns, but you try and take boomers' guns off them. Well, I want a revolver. And Stop get going on about. It. And I'm I'm a millennial. Yeah, but you have <laughs> you are a millennial. You've already committed to this revolver idea, right? I am. Yeah. You should get it tattooed on you. <laughs> <laughs> just to clarify I'm not I don't I don't require bullets <laughs> Do, they're, they're an accessory that maybe that's make. the solution yeah let them have guns just, just no them. bullets yeah oh that's the one then Donald Trump Jr can display them all he wants on his wall yeah it's like oh look at me I'm hard I've got guns if anything though it probably means you're not hard um, yeah and I'd love that line that's um, Kiss Out Rivals in What Supreme line because it's like 
it's so good because it, it that's the one that stands out but also it's like it's a bit less serious do you know what I mean it probably raises other social problems but it's like this is what all the other countries are dealing with like kids wanting to spend all the money on on this fucking expensive shit that's silly and they shouldn't want that and it's so materialistic the problems you've got are a little bit different yeah (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) but it it nicely links back to that is that designer line as well should we some final thoughts I don't think we should have laid down to our final thoughts <laughs> go on you go first see if we talked you around a bit more go on have we, have we convinced you it's probably not going on the downloaded Spotify playlist I reckon he's spent some time with it it's, it's, it's gained some credibility in my eyes but it's just it doesn't add up for me as a song like I don't I, I've never not I've never thought it was Shit, I've never thought it was a, yeah. a, a you know an objectively bad waste of time <laughs> song. Like I, I you know, I recognise it as a piece of art. It's just not something that I can get on board with, and I'm not turned around to that. I'm, I think you know the references to the the lyrics and and the you know the maybe the message in um, gun laws and stuff is important, but I feel like it. It's not the best platform for it. Like he could write really good songs about that, stylized Matt Healy songs about it if he wanted to. Yeah, that's a good question. And I, I actually think he should, because I think, yeah. like, imagine a she's American, but it's like the um, romanticization of guns, but then also then taking the piss out of himself and subverting that in the same but song there is a bit amazing. of that what is it I think yeah, she's yeah. got off a gun divinely decreed and custom made yeah yeah, yeah. but he, he could go he could go harder on that that'd be, that'd be sick actually but yeah he just he just doesn't come through for me this song I'm sorry guys but I like everything it's true have I mentioned that I would like a revolver <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, yeah I really like it it's definitely not my favourite from the album, but I do think it is top tier. That's a very light train that's going past. I love it. I think it's great. I just love how different it is and like how it's... It's that thing I've said before. It's it's a genre of music I'm more familiar with, but it's through kind of like... It's been funnelled through the 1975, which makes it very accessible to me. And very, I think it's a really interesting song to listen to, and the subject matter is important. And uh, yeah, you've got a good point that they could have, with such a rich subject matter and such a good lyricist, they could have done more with it rather than just this. But I think the kind of more abstract lyrics work for the style, and I think it's nice to have something more, uh, less less expressive perhaps than coming after sincerity is scary as well yeah placing placing in the album I think it's perfect really yeah 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 um that's like the first half of the album done holy shit really and I think it's a very big half I only got one and a half albums to go then one and a half albums to go so far so far yeah um that's the end of this week's episode there we go 
But thank you for listening to this show. You can follow us at the 975 podcast. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, whatever. <laughs> whatever I'm gonna take a thing and take to you like you like your faith in um, social media just goes doof doof and you're like oh Jesus Christ the thing is though with it I'm just I just can't be arsed with it but it's just such a massive platform I can't not do it yeah. do you know what I mean I do um, if you want to email the podcast it's pause it play at pod at gmail.com um, do you know what we could do actually if you want to interact with us on TikTok put some video on and we'll stitch it We'll just comment on your video, whatever. We'll do whatever on... We don't care. Let's just go really informal with TikTok. Hey, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Josh Rulin without the vowels. Without the bowels? Without the bowels. What? <laughs> <laughs> He's got irritable vowel syndrome. <laughs> hi <laughs> <laughs> And you can find me on your social media of choice at Junior, which spells J-E-W-K-N-W-E-O-R, Juliet, Echo, Whiskey, Kilo, November, Echo, Echo, Oscar, Romeo. That is Jew, like the follower of the Jewish religion. Knee, like the bend in your leg. Or, like either or. You went back to either or this week. I did, yeah. Yeah, interesting. Uh, I'm currently, uh, my sort of media agency is managing... The, Your media agency? Yeah, my media agency is managing the Instagram of Jesse Andrews. Um, oh, yeah. She's like a jewellery designer. She has her own makeup line and cover line and stuff. So the best way to get in touch with me is just message Jesse Andrews and tell her about the podcast and um, you know ask for my details. Yeah. If she wants to come and guest, that'd be good as well. Yeah. Be, that'd, that'd be a it boost really, really would be good. Yeah. That's the end of this week's show. Uh, next week... It's a man who married his robot, whatever that's what it's called. What's it called? Yeah, the man who married his robot. This is fucking me. Oh, whatever it's called. <laughs> Welcome to the next episode of my podcast. I can't get It's hard to get the oh, words exactly right. whatever it's called. The man who married a robot. I thought it was a man who married his robot. I think it's going to be a good episode next week anyway. So, we will see you then. Yes. Yeah.